the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are so excited to have Teresa in the house, Teresa Parrish, who is a pastor, associate pastor over at the Bridge Foursquare Church and the founder of Kite Ministries. Teresa loves God and thinks life with Jesus is worth getting excited about. Woohoo! Amen. Amen. Teresa has a strong anointing for healing as well as being gifted in the prophetic uh, teaching and pastoral care. She currently is living in the Bay Area with her husband, grew up in Australia and has ministered in multiple countries. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so I was blessed to be able to join your ministry, Kite Ministry, uh, for uh, one of your first interviews, uh, interviewing Mm -hmm. people about their prophetic experiences and insights. And I was such an honor to be able to be on your show, which I'd love for the listening audience to learn more about. um, Because it's I think it's going to be it's just so exciting what you're doing there. Um, But I also wanted to mention that you are a Love Never Fails member. You've been a supporter for some time now. Um, And, you know, in the background, you know, kind of quietly supporting us. And um, but I just wanted to thank you personally and let you know that I have noticed and I felt your support and your prayers. And I Mm -hmm. so appreciate it. And um, and I just want to ask you, so what was it that caused you to want to Um, get involved in this, addressing this issue of human trafficking? Yeah, Uh, great question. I I think it's being moved by compassion for for people. You know, God absolutely loves people. Um, I perhaps haven't mentioned to you before, but my background is actually as a high school teacher and I was a school Mm -hmm. psychologist as well. And so I'm aware that that stuff is going on in our society that uh, is hidden in darkness. It's, it's evil. Uh, things are happening. And, uh, but not all of us can be at the forefront of that. Um, I, I've, over my journey of my own, God, what do you want me to do with my life? Uh, you know, I, I, I know that I can't do everything and be involved in everything, but human trafficking is something that really just cuts me to the quick when I think about, it's such an attack on people's identity. It's it's evil. Let's let's be honest. It's it's evil. Yeah. And so, uh, I want to support uh, organizations that are actually doing something about it, and they're at the front lines. And I had originally been supporting another organization, and when I heard about Love Never Fails and living in the Bay Area, you know, uh, this isn't something that's oh, I send money away to some place and it makes me feel good. I mean, these these are. Uh, you know, I, I know you, uh, Vanessa, and, uh, you know, I know that this is making a real impact in, in lives. And it's actually an honor to be able to support this, you know. Mm. Um, so that's that's my why. That's why I want to oh, do it. That's, well, we so appreciate it. And, um, and it, 
you know, doesn't hurt at all, but I know you're also praying with us in agreement on yes, all the yes. things that we, um, you know, that we're trying to achieve. And so, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about, so you have this very rich, I mean, every time I'm talking to you, I find out something new, <laughs> like, oh, she was a school teacher and she was a psychologist. And, you know, and then of course I love your accent. I love that you were from Australia, that you visited other countries. What, what part of Australia, by the way? Well, I, I, I live all over. I was born in Melbourne, which I think most people Melbourne. heard of, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually a pastor's kid. So we lived in the outback in Queensland. We lived in the far west, Western Australia. I've lived in Sydney. Uh, so I'm kind of a global citizen within my own country. And then <laughs> now I'm yeah. a literal global citizen living in another country. Yeah. Wow. I um I had the pleasure of spending some really rich time with uh, Pastor Heidi Mesner, um, who's also a PK and, you know, was sh- sharing stories with uh, me and a few others when we were we were doing a racial equity, diversity and inclusion program that Love Never Fails is launching uh, right now. And she was participating in it and she just kind of shared how. As a PK, she was moved around to different countries and, yeah. and yeah. you know, and experienced different cultures and that really informed her c- deep compassion for people of all backgrounds and all types. And um, yeah. I just wonder, does that resonate with you? You know, the fact that you've yeah. been to all those places? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think it makes you really cognizant of that person in the room, whether it's a metaphorical room or a literal room who maybe it doesn't quite fit in or maybe they're going through something because you've been in that situation so often. You're often the outsider. Um, and so I think it, it makes, or at least for myself, um, makes me really aware and, and wants me to bring those people in to make people feel like they're seen, they're valued. Um, so I, I think it does. It really does open your eyes. You know, uh, you, when you never live in a place long enough to be part of kind of a clique <laughs> or a crowd, um, I, th- I think it does make you more aware of of people and their situations. And yeah, it just creates that empathy, or at least in my mm, life, praise God. That's interesting. So yeah, you know, um, I, there's a quote, and I'm sure I'm going to botch it up, but it says something like, I'm fearless because I know what it feels like to be afraid. Mm. And, you know, and, and so you just made me kind of think about, you know, I, I'm a staunch supporter of people who are abandoned and you know because I know what it feels like to be abandoned having been in foster care and all of that kind of you know background personally and in your situation you may while you may not have uh, been without parents right it sounds like you had your parents Mm -hmm. intact and they were serving God but you there are some hardships that I'm sure you endured moving around from place to place learning different languages different cultures never kind of feeling like my friends are my own, you know, my, like, and you really had to learn how to have your identity in Christ, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think you can react in different ways and I've probably gone through some of these uh, different levels, but you can kind of close yourself down and go, well, I'll just be moving on in time. Is it even worth opening myself up? Or um, you can choose, uh, you know, as you mature, you begin to realize, you know, while I'm here, I'm going to make friends. I'm going to reach out to people. I'm going to do what I can. I'm here until God moves me on. And I'm really grateful. My husband grew up in a very similar situation. And so our attitude has just become, while we're here, we're all in. You know, we're here for the people. We're here, uh, you know, to to love on people. Uh, And because we've always kind of had that outsider perspective, I think that really does allow you opportunities to speak in a situation, speak into people's lives, to perhaps even recognize when there's something not right going on. Because I think, you know, it's that old analogy of being the frog in a, in a boiling pot of water. You know, you don't realize the temperature is increasing. But when you come in as an outsider, you can kind of go, hey, is this really the right way things should be going on here? You know, are we really treating mm. people right? What about these people? Mm. Why haven't we included them? So. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. That, that perspective of, um, of just being fresh to a place, Mm. but coming in with the right heart, right. That right heart that says, I'm going to be fully present, not self-isolate. Right. And so, so here you are, you're kind of positionally with your heart, kind of a person that leans into places, leans into the, you know, the needs of others, 
and you, mm. you know, you found uh, that uh, this issue of human trafficking pricked your heart in some way some time ago. Um, I, you know, we're, we're going to take a quick break, but I'd love to hear uh, what was that? You know, was there um, was there a moment? Was there something you saw? Was there something you heard about that uh, made you go? Did, did the Lord speak to you in some way? Like, what was it that made you go? Huh, this is something that is important to look into further. So we're going to come right back. See, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger here. Dun, dun, dun. We'll be right back with Teresa and Teresa. Let me get that right, Teresa. And um, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Pastor Teresa Parrish, who is an associate pastor at The Bridge, Foursquare Church, and founder of Kite Ministries. Um, and we've just been learning a ton about her uh, her background, her upbringing as a PK, moving around in different parts of Australia and also the world, and how that experience can either be one that you causes you to retreat or move into being present as best you can in every situation, being a willing vessel. And certainly, I've seen Teresa that that is that is who you are. You you are your your present. And I, I appreciate that so much about you. So, so tell me, Thank what you. was it? Yeah. What was it uh, as it relates to human trafficking or maybe some other sort of surrounding circumstances that made you go, I need to, I need to look into this further. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, it's hard to pinpoint one particular moment. I think it's that kind of cumulative effect um, mm-hmm. that you, you want to, direct your resources where, where the Lord wants them. And um, I, I think for me, it's hearing stories, even as I go on ministry trips overseas, you know, about, um, for example, in Nepal, when you hear about, you know, the young women being trafficked across the border to India and different things like that. But there's a sense of, well, what can I do? You know, what, you know, what can me personally, how can I get involved or where can I send the money that it's actually going to be effective and actually make a difference. And I think, you know, you hear these stories and it's kind of like the drip, drip, drip against rock until hang on, something needs to be done. And so um, I really, when I think knowing you and knowing love never fails is in the Bay Area, even though I personally within the Bay Area haven't seen, uh, you know, or at least um, not overtly seen an experience yeah. of, of trafficking. I was mm-hmm. like, I know this is happening. I have friends working in uh, social work. I, I know that this is a reality. And mm-hmm. I, I want to put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just say that, you know, this is an evil thing. I want to actually resource and equip those people who are actually making a difference in this area. And, yeah. you know, and I think also even just as a woman, you know, that frustration of, um, sexual assault and victimization of, of young women. I know it's not just young women, but statistically uh, that is the larger number. Um, And I think there's just a part of me that even as I grow in my identity as, Hey, I'm valued because I am a woman. 
all women are valued. Hang on, this this isn't right. Like we need to, you know, protect our young women. Well, all our young people. Uh, but but as I I think grow in my own empowerment, shall we say, I want to help those who don't have those resources or who are in perilous situations and mm. and get them out of it. And I love that Love Never Fails is not just standing at the bottom of the cliff with the ambulance, so to speak, but you're also uh, resourcing and you're providing employment and, you know, it's, it's that multifaceted organization yeah. that it's, it's not just we've got the ambulances taking them to the hospital, but it's like, well, what do we do afterwards and how can we prevent this and how can we raise awareness? You know, I, I think back of me as a, as a young girl, as a young woman, and I think, whoa, there are so many situations that could have gone so badly, but I mm. either supernaturally or just through circumstance was protected. Uh, but I think, what you know, what could have happened? And, right. yeah, so my heart just goes goes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just talking to my 13 year old daughter the other day and you, you, you wish that you wouldn't have to have these conversations with your young yeah, children, yeah. but I, I do because, you know, I, I'm aware of different circumstances she might be in. And I told her about this one instance where recently I was receiving an award. Um, I was at this building and it was very dark outside mm-hmm. and I went outside um, after I received the award and I was, uh, I, I literally was there with my husband and he, we drove separately and, um, I was just parked down, like right on the street, right outside of the parking lot. He was parked in the parking lot. He got there a little earlier than I was. And, um, and so he's, you know, we said, okay, good night. We'll see it. I mean, oh, thank you or whatever, you know, that was fun and I'll see you at home. And so we went separate ways. Well, as soon as I turned this corner out Mm -hmm. of the parking lot to get my car, there was a guy standing there. And I had like all the hair stood up on the back of my neck. And he was approaching me to ask me a question. And the Lord just, Holy Spirit just said, run, like back Mm -hmm. to the, run back to the award ceremony. And And I just turned around, boom, went back into the award ceremony. There is no doubt in my mind that I would have been assaulted that night if I had kept yeah. walking or I hadn't ignored that that feeling that I got. And mm. um, and and so, you know, I I told her that I said, when you feel strange, trust it. You know, when when. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you have your conscience, you have Holy Spirit, you have these, these red flags that are there for a reason. Do not ignore them. And, um, and, and, you know, Teresa, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but um, when I was growing up, uh, there were a lot of times where I had to do things afraid. So you learn how to just like, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of ignore some of those yeah. red flags. Cause you're like, ah, it's probably just me being weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, so it, it can be challenging when you come from a traumatic background, like knowing what's real and what's not real. But I can tell you for sure, that was a Holy Spirit warning, like run back Absolutely. to the run. And, you know, I told my husband, come get me from the door and, you know, bring me to my car. And he went, got me and brought me in a car. But anyway, the point is, um, like you said, I think we can all think of these times in our life yeah. where didn't really realize how we got somewhere in a precarious mm-hmm. situation. And then boom, we're there. And, you know, thank God we, we live to tell the story, huh? So absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's just so much victim blaming, you know, yeah. and and it, that that makes me really angry that yes. you know these these people didn't ask for it. <laughs> like Mm-mm. even if you've got their online chat, you know, with a predator, and it seems like they are no, no, absolutely yeah. not. That it's it's just wrong. And well, and 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 there are plenty of times where I did something anyway, even though I did have that voice that said, yeah, because I had that kind of cross wire where I was like. Maybe I'm just overreacting and things did happen to me. And like you said, you know, how dare we blame the victim, right? Yeah. Um, when we're just living our lives, it's not our fault that someone means us harm. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. So, 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 so transitioning a bit into 
um, just this, cause you know, we're talking about things like your conscience and the Holy spirit speaking to you. Mm. And it seems like an interesting, um, place to kind of talk about kite ministries. Right. And so, how, you know, hearing from the Lord, uh, the Lord speaking to you in terms of warnings, in terms of words for people and in, in the prof, in the prophetic. And so Teresa, tell us about that and what you're doing there. Oh, actually, you know what? I am going to, I want to go to a break. I'm going to leave them on another cliffhanger here. Okay. So uh, we're going to come right back because I want you to tell us how it started, you know, um, how the Lord showed you, what, you know, where the name came from, all of that. We'll come right back and learn more from Teresa Parrish. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails. We again are in the studio today with Pastor Teresa Paris, who is a parish, rather, who is an associate pastor at the Bridge Foursquare Church and also the founder of Kite Ministries. And we, um, we're we just getting ready to talk about Kite Ministries. So where, what, how, do, how was that birthed? And uh, are you just, I know you're just so excited, right? It's just... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, it's kind of like we say, um, pushing through the fear to <laughs> yeah. stepping out in boldness. But yeah, so it's a kind ministries is something that I, I has been on my heart for for a few years. Um, you know, as the Lord's been leading me on, on my journey. You know, I mentioned earlier I've been a high school teacher, I've been a school psychologist, I've actually worked in safety training, different things. And whilst I've enjoyed all of those things. I uh, didn't feel that it was quite the right fit. And thankfully, I've had the flexibility to be able to uh, retrain and to try different things. And uh, back in 2010, I went on my second uh, overseas mission trip, uh, which really just blew me away. Um, It was challenging. It was exciting. We went to Uganda. um, But at the same time, I just felt like, this is my flow moment, so to speak. This is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be telling people about Jesus. I'm meant to be uh, speaking about the Bible. I'm meant to be loving on people. I'm meant to be uh, working cross-culturally. And so out of that, I, I went and studied theology, um, added a, <laughs> another degree to my belt. And, uh, and, and so I've been on that journey of pursuing ministry and it hasn't always looked traditional in in that journey and along the way I've become licensed as a four-step pastor uh, but I've still been prompted uh, to to look wider I feel like the Lord has really given me a passion for his church and Mm. especially for the leaders in the church to encourage them and to equip them and to resource them because the church is doing amazing things. I don't know if you've heard this, but <laughs> globally and even mm-hmm. here in the Bay Area, the church is moving. God is moving and uh, it is growing. Anyone who lies and says uh, the church is dying out is uh, looking in the wrong places uh, because Jesus loves his church and he is equipping the saints. And so I, I feel called to be part of that ministry, uh, specifically moving in the, the spiritual gifts, uh, the charismatic gifts, whatever you'd like to call them, and uh, just being able to 
uh, go to places that maybe are under-resourced. Perhaps they already have a church or they have a pastor, but maybe they haven't had the same training opportunities that I've had or others, or even just things like being able to go to a Christian conference, uh, things like that, and, and just to bring that. And I especially have a heart for leaders, probably because I am a pastor's kid. I know that the struggle is real. Um, mm-hmm. They do so much. They pour out so much. And so mm-hmm. I, I want to be uh, someone who can resource them and pray with them and just encourage them in what they're already doing. And I don't boast to necessarily uh, be able to do anything or teach anything that they're not already doing. But it's more that uh, just encouraging brothers and Supporting. sisters. Supporting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And giving them a, a refreshing and uh, just to be seen you know i think a lot of it especially in some of the developing countries is they they love to know that we are praying for them that other churches are aware of what they're doing and so i love to be able to bring that ministry of encouragement and uh, as you mentioned through hearing from god and the prophetic and uh, mm-hmm. you know being able to pray for healing and seeing that that those ministry gifts released and not not that it's me doing all of that but equipping the saints to do that work um and often they're already doing it so it's it's just this wonderful thing so kite uh, that's a very long long journey to get to the fact that kite is uh, uh obviously i i use the symbol of the bird so kind of like a hawk i wanted a uh icon that is recognizable across the world and so we have birds of prey in every country and kites are incredible because they they soar on those thermal winds and so for me that's just an image of being led by the Holy Spirit, being lifted up by him, uh, not in our own power, but in his power. And then we also have that perspective. You know, you think of a, a bird that's high, but it, it's seeing a very wide field, but it also is able to like really pinpoint down on one particular thing. And so I really believe that uh, as in Ephesians, it talks about we're seated in heavenly places with Christ. And so to get that perspective, like what is God saying about the situation? So even as we talk about human trafficking, let's be honest, that that can be really overwhelming. Uh, Mm. How do we deal with this? But what's God saying about that? So Mm. so to kind of flip the script and say, okay, there's evil, there's a heartbreak, there's these, these terrible injustices happening. But what does God say? God says, I'm a God of justice. God says, I care about the lost and the vulnerable and the overlooked. I I love them. I created them for more. I created them to be my sons and my daughters. They are children of the king. And and yes. so for me, I think, you know, it's probably part of my personality <laughs> and part of my gift mix, but it's about going, okay, the world says it's this way. What's God saying about it? And how can mm-hmm. we declare that? And how can we begin to change the atmosphere of where we are by declaring what God says about things? Amen. Wow. And it really, I, I got to say, Teresa, it, it just the the um, thinking about our earlier conversation about you kind of, in some instances, standing alone. Prophets often do stand alone mm-hmm. and they they're this sort of lone voice that is encouraging in a time of great despair where everybody is like, <laughs> The church is horrible. The church is dying. <laughs> Here you are. The church is growing. The church is doing yeah. thing. And and I'm in agreement with you. Um and you know, and 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 that sometimes that that understanding that you're you may have the only voice that's coming and being, you know, and 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 really validating what the Lord has has spoken over. Uh, his people or over the land. Uh, I hope, you know, my hope is always that uh, the prophetic voice is is a point of confirmation and encouragement yeah, yeah. that people are, um, you know, um, are uh, headed in the right direction. And, and the fact that you're an encourager and you're a prophet, I mean, it's, you know, it's all by design, <laughs> right? It's all by design. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's that's really cool. And and I love the vision of the, you know, kind of the bird flying above it all. Um, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about I always talk to my husband about this, that, you know, in times past, my pain from my past was on top of me and it yeah. smashed me and it crushed me. Mm-hmm. But 
and and I could not see who I was because I was under his pain, under the pain the enemy has really yeah. had really put me under. But yeah. when I began to mount up on the eagle's wings, that yeah. was when I had the vision. The pain was still there, Absolutely. but it was under me. It wasn't on top of me. It was under yeah. me. And I could soar yeah. over it and go, oh, see, there it is. It's right there. But it's not crushing me anymore. It's something to look upon, to recognize, yeah, you did go through yeah. that, but it doesn't own me, you know? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's why our kind of main motto is get heaven's perspective. You know, yeah. we, we acknowledge the reality of what's going on on earth, but we want heaven's perspective on it. Yeah. Beautiful. That is beautiful. So, so thinking about uh, the times that we're in, Teresa, you know, um, mm-hmm. we are in some pretty, we're coming out of a pandemic. I hear a lot of people saying, let's get back to normal, right? <laughs> and, one, and one thing that for me, I have to say during this time of the pandemic that I have enjoyed is that people have experienced, I know this sounds really horrible, but I'm going to just say it. Um, people have experienced a certain kind of brokenness that they may have never experienced in their life. And for once in their life, they actually are empathizing with the pain of many of the people that I work with. Yeah. And for me, that's been a beautiful thing to see people go, you know, I've been so comfortable. I didn't think there was anything to the things that you were talking about. But now since, because I lost my job or I lost a significant person in my life, maybe to COVID or to some other illness or, you know, because I lost my housing during this time, Mm -hmm. I all of a sudden feel the pain of these people that you've been talking about where I've just kind of shrugged it off where I, I said, Oh, that's a corner case, you know, that kind of thing. So are you, are, what, what, what are you sensing as a prophet, you know, where are we at? Where are we going? What do you see? Yeah. I, I think this has been a real season of God bringing things to light that have always been there. Uh, pain, um, inequalities within our health system, our social economic structures, racially, and I, I'm always convicted by that passage in the Bible that, that says uh, evil thrives in the darkness, but we, we can't actually deal with stuff until it's brought to the light. So I'm like you, I actually have gratitude for this season of the pandemic because things are being exposed that we couldn't otherwise deal with and uh, begin to heal from and heal together. So um, I, I actually am excited and I don't want to go back to normal. In that sense, I don't want us to retreat from that place of empathy that you've been that you just shared that all of a sudden, oh, I was privileged not to have to feel compassion or empathy with that person because I've never been in that situation. But now I can't turn away. Mm, I can't turn away. Wow. We're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about this. Uh, So we'll come back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. 
where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We were just uh, having a good old talk about um, getting back to the new normal and what does that look like? Uh, And so, like you said, uh, I'd love for you to just keep talking about that, uh, Teresa. You just, you know, we, we know that there's been quite a bit of brokenness that people have experienced during this season. And now um, much of that is lifting. People are, the other thing that I was going to say is that uh, the other pain point that people had experienced is not being able to connect with their family or friends. Mm. And, you know, even that um, is a privilege that, you know, imagine you've been brought here from Taiwan or from Mexico you can't connect yeah. with your family or friends. You have no cell phone to call them because you're being harbored. And mm-hmm. that experience of being, you know, I, I have a friend that's in Homeland Security and he was sharing with me that there were like three or four uh, little women that were brought over in a makeshift submarine and, um, you know, and they, Homeland Security and the Coast Guard found this makeshift submarine and, and they basically yeah. were shoved in there, wrapped up, and uh, you know, and if the submarine sank or if it caught on fire or whatever, they they'd just be dead people, like just tossed away like they were no one. And think about how much time they had to go from wherever they came from to you know to the California shores. And how much time they were in that without proper food and sunlight and nutrition and freedom. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it just gives you a small inkling. I mean, we're just having a hard time not being able to go for barbecues for with each other, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. or give hugs. Oh, I can't give hugs. We can still call. We can still Zoom. Mm-hmm. We can still, right? So. So, so what do you see? Do you think people will hold on to this? Where, 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 where are we going here? I, I think yes and no. I, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be very easy for us to get comfortable again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just being realistic there. I think, um, you know, we all say, oh, things will never be the same. But how quickly? You know, it's kind of like uh, when, you, when you go to maybe a conference or, or something and you're like, this is life changing. And maybe it is for the first couple of days. And, and then, you know, life starts to happen and things get back to normal. So I think this is actually going to require an act of our will to take the lessons that we've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for some people who have been tragically affected by the pandemic, you know, as you mentioned, loss of family members, loss of jobs, loss of homes, it's not going to be easy to, to go back to normal. But I think some of us who have maybe, you know, as you say, the worst thing that's happened is, oh, I have to zoom into church or FaceTime with my family. We can't meet, you know, uh, once mm-hmm. we can do those things, I think we'll, we potentially could quickly mm-hmm. forget. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's incumbent on us especially those of us who are Christ followers, to go, what does Jesus want us to do out of this? What is he saying to us both as individuals and as a church? Because he, he is a God who shakes us up and mm-hmm. he, he doesn't want us to become lukewarm. And I think we may even see a pruning and perhaps we've begun to see it already. It will be interesting to see when we be all, are all able to meet in person, you know, who is still there, who has been using this time to press into prayer. I don't know about you, but uh, I've been, the, the pandemic lockdown for me has been a, a, in some respects, a beautiful time where I've had more time, the more focus to really press into God and spend time in worship and turn my house into a house of prayer and worship. Mm-hmm. Is that going to reduce when I can now go on a Sunday and, mm-hmm. you know, air quotes, house of prayer and worship? Uh, no, I want my home to remain vibrant and full of prayer and worship. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm probably not really answering the question, but I think it's really important that we we don't become complacent again, um, that we don't become too comfortable. And I think we need to keep hearing those stories, that story you shared of the women in the, in the makeshift submarine. I mean, yeah, we. I, I think the church 
need to become comfortable with discomfort. I think mm-hmm. we need to address these things. I think um, too easily, you know, even, and I know this isn't the focus of this uh, radio show, but, you know, with the, all the racial protests and, and injustice mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that we, we were um, protesting against and, and raising our voices to, uh, you know, last year, I mean, it's, the answer isn't here. You know, things haven't been sold. Um, mm-hmm, it's only one step, you know, and so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so good. <laughs> no, and I feel like you did answer it, which is we could go back to the new normal. Yeah. But let's let's make a conscious, intentional decision to not forget these things that the, that were revealed to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, during this this season, there's some things that the Lord spoke to us. And just like a promise where we begin to declare those things. No, 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 God, you said this. You said that we need That's to right. we need to be reminded. No, no, Teresa, your house is a house of prayer. No, 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 no. You you know, I, you know, I'm jealous for you. I you know, I want you I want you to hear from me and I want you to take my word forth. Um, so I think that's that is uh, really important for us to make that commitment. Mm -hmm. And I know personally um, there are some things for me that I'm like, I'm not going back to um, certain things. Mostly for me, it's around self-care, but um, just like some self-care things that were in the long run would have debilitated me from doing what God has called me to do. But now I've, you know, I've made some decisions to um, move in a different way. And and that's a good thing. Um, but 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 just just thinking a little bit more about, um, you know, kite ministries, you, you know, you've just started and you think, you know, thinking about the future, wh- where do you see kite ministries going? And, um, you know, what is the what is your hope for bringing forth even more awareness about prof- the prophetic? Mm, yeah, well. And things have changed a little because of the pandemic. You know, initially it was set up to be an itinerant ministry where I could go and, um, you know, resource and equip uh, churches and leaders. Uh, but it's become more of an online resource at the moment. So I've been producing video content uh, free of charge on, you know, basic in- uh, prophetic um curriculum and you know interviewing people and that sort of thing which obviously once things begin to open up I I hope to be able to conduct workshops with churches and you know wherever I'm invited I just want to be a resource to the church and uh, be a gift to the church in in that sense and I, I do believe I have a global calling on my life. You know, I'm not called to one particular area. I remember in our interview, you, you said you were called to Oakland. You you had that conviction. Uh, God's always just said, the world, go. And uh, that, that's a little daunting in itself. But it's also really exciting uh, because I I know that I can't evangelize a nation, but I can equip evangelizers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think that the ministry of the prophetic ties in so beautifully with all the other gifts, you know, our evangelism should be prophetic evangelism, our uh, teaching should be prophetic teaching, our, mm-hmm. you know, all of those gifts, our healing should be led um, prophetically as we pray for people with words of knowledge and, you know, even equipping people in business to, to have that prophetic, you know, kingdom strength. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of open to the Lord in where he's going to lead me. I've had mm-hmm. some prophetic words that it could look bigger and different than I can even imagine. So I'm just making myself available to God mm-hmm. and to his church to say, hey, yeah. use me, uh, speak to me, uh, help me to equip the saints for the work of the gospel. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Well, you are such a blessing to me, um, uh, you know, and my husband and to Love Never Fails. And we, um, yeah, we thank God uh, upon every remembrance of you. So thank you for what you're doing for the body. Um, We're going to come right back. We're going to take a quick break and talk about ways that people can connect with you and Kite Ministries and The Bridge and And we'll also talk about some other things that are going on in the community. So uh, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We've had just a wonderful time talking with Pastor Teresa Parrish and about uh, just a myriad of things, but um, most importantly, encouraging the body and um, and just loving on one another and being present with one another. And so um, I'm so grateful for you. How can people get involved, Teresa, in your ministry and reach out to you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so our website is kiteministries.org and we're also on Facebook and Instagram under that handle as well, Kite, felt like the bird, K-I-T-E, Ministries. And uh, they can subscribe on the website to receive my monthly uh, update. You can also go to YouTube and put in Kite Ministries and you'll see our video resources. Uh, You can follow along on social media, Uh, all the usual. (laughs) Thumbs up, like, click, subscribe. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, um, so go ahead and do that, guys. And then I wanted to just quickly tell you today is my birthday. So um, thank you for celebrating with me. Um, You probably have been seeing all of the uh, posts on social media celebrating today, which is Juneteenth. Uh, the the 19th of June, and um, I did not know when I was growing up that I was born on Emancipation Day, uh, Freedom's, Freedom Day, which is really cool. Um, and as I became an adult and that got involved in this fight, um, I was, you know, became more educated about that. And so um, excited to have a day of giving for Love Never Fails. So if you feel led, we would certainly appreciate your support. Uh, to Love Never Fails. And uh, you can do that by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. And uh, of course, you can check out all the posts and all the fun stuff that we're doing. We have some little parties going on throughout the community, variety of locations um, there at Love Never Fails fan page on Facebook, Love Never Fails 5 on Twitter, and Love Never Fails Us on Instagram. And so, yeah, just come and, and, and be with us. Also want to encourage you to participate in our Worthy of Love campaign. Uh, you might have seen a few of us posting our little signage up on our own individual um, uh, social media pages with our hashtag Worthy of Love and hashtag Love Never Fails. And we welcome you to join us. Um, just declaring what, how we personally are worthy of love and how others that are in our community are also worthy of love. And um, so, yeah, just join us in declaring that. We really appreciate it. We also want to invite you out to our um, our summer moving sale uh, and or summer flea market that we are doing. We've moved our store outdoors and we're selling furniture. We're selling clothing. Uh, jewelry, purses, shoes at the parking lot at New Hope, which is 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. And, and uh, we are there from 1 to 7 p.m. on Saturdays. So come on out today. We'll be out there until 7 p.m. And we're going to have a little couple little specials going to celebrate our day of giving and the Juneteenth um, Emancipation Proclamation celebration. So 
Um, also want to encourage you, if you'd like to donate any of those kinds of things, you can do so uh, on Fridays at our original store location, which is 22580 Grand Street in Hayward uh, from, from 1030 to 6 p.m. And you can come there on Fridays and we'll be there um, and receiving items and sorting and doing all of that good stuff. You can also support our program by going to our online store, which is store.loveneverfailsus.com. A few other items I wanted just to encourage you. Uh, we are halfway through our IET Biz cohort for 2021. Can you believe that? We have 70 students. Just to tell you a, a little bit, uh, in our student base, uh, let's see here, uh, 68% are Black and Latino, 56% are women, and 100% are low income, no income. And we have 70 students enroll in our IT Academy, and they are halfway through the course. Can you believe that? So they finished their digital literacy class. They got a cert from Cisco on that. They moved into their tech entrepreneurship class. They just got their certs last week on that. Now we're moving into cybersecurity and our final cert will be uh, IT Essentials, which will prepare them for their CompTIA A plus uh, certification test. So please uh, keep them in your prayers and um, just uh, wanted you to be aware that we're moving right along with that. And also our houses are going well. We only have one bed open in our women's house, which is 17 beds. We have two beds open in our children's home, our youth house, which is four beds. And we have one bed open in our men's house, which is five beds. So 27 beds, only three beds open. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you guys so much for all your support and, of course, for your prayers. And, of course, if you need to hear it again or if you haven't heard it before, we want you to know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance.